It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome to Everyone Talks to Liz. So glad you're here. I'm Liz. You knew that. Okay, so if you guys are avid listeners of the podcast, which you better be, you know that I've been learning to play the bass guitar over the last year and a half. So the first song I learned was Foreigners Feels Like the First Time. Now, that's a very easy bass line. It's like, boom, boom, boom. But the second song my teacher gave me was Bob Marley's Steer It Up. He said that reggae beat was one every bass player absolutely has to learn. I personally was so happy to tackle it because Bob Marley and the Wailers were basically the soundtrack to my freshman year in college, 1982. You could not walk into the dorms at UC Santa Cruz without the floors vibrating to that song, Is This Love? And and you guys know what makes the floors vibrate. It's the bass. That inimitable sound came courtesy of Aston Family Man Barrett. The Jamaican-born musician was Bob Marley and the Wailer's iconic band leader and bassist. And the incredible story of Marley, who went from holding his first rehearsals in the 1960s beneath mango trees to then worldwide fame, is so stunning. It's now the focus of the new movie, Bob Marley, One Love. In an amazing twist, the actor cast to play Aston Barrett, the bassist, is his own son. In his acting debut, Aston Barrett Jr., who, by the way, is a drummer and a bassist, he faced the challenge of portraying the man he looked up to, who was such a brilliant bassist. So here we are on the cusp of the film's premiere, but just two weeks ago, in a very kind of cruel stroke of timing, Aston Fams Barrett succumbed to heart failure. I mean, talk about a cosmic crash of emotions for his son. How does someone deal with a heart split by both joy and sorrow? Please welcome musician and co-star of Bob Marley, One Love, Aston Barrett Jr. So glad you're here, Aston. Thank you for joining us. Yes, it's an honor and a privilege to be here. First of all, our, our sympathies. I mean, how are you doing since you lost your dad? I know it's very new and raw. It's, you know, I feel very blank. I would just say that um, anyone that have their parents, you should cherish them. You never really know this feeling. This feeling is not like anything that I want anyone to feel, you know? Um, My father and I had a great relationship, you know, if I didn't have a great relationship with him, I would have felt worse. So if anyone don't have such a great relationship, try and always make peace. Because if I'm hurting and I already had peace with my father, you can imagine if you never had peace, it will haunt you for the rest of your life. You know, it's not easy. Am I hearing you it's say that, that you had no regrets, right? So it's it's harder if you if you don't make peace with the person while they're alive, sounds like you had an amazing connection with him. I had an amazing connection with my father. My father is a musician and he's not a normal person. So he, he's not a person that you could really understand or overstand, you know, especially 
as a touring musician, my father is there, but a lot of times he's touring. So what most people like, I wish you were here. I wish you was at my graduation. I wish, like, I overlook all those stuff. I just look, I'm like, hey, I'm happy to have you. And thank you. And I'm proud that you're my father. Mm-hmm. You don't have to whine. Because, you know, when people are older and they're in their 30s and they're still complaining about my mom didn't, my, my father need therapies. Like, yeah, if you were like younger, yeah, but get over it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. And for me, every day I hear my father. Every time I go on the Instagram, I see my father. I go to the movies, I see my father. When I look in the mirror, I see my father because I look like him. So he's everywhere. So it also gives me strength. But it also right now, it still makes me cry. Well, it's it's melancholy. It's bittersweet. But it's also, in a very different way, beautiful. I can only imagine, though, when it comes to the timing of his passing, what the last two weeks have been like for you. I mean, just days after he died, the film premiered in London, South Beach. How have you dealt with the whirlwind of it all? Because this is your acting debut. This is a <laughs> joyful moment. You're a superstar, baby. Oh, man, thank you. You know, I give God thanks and praise every day. You know, my success is from my mother and my father. My father is my success musically, and my mother is my success for motivations. My mother is the one who is responsible for every single thing because my mother could have been, you know, she could have been like, yeah, your father did this, he did that, I feel hurt. My mother never did that. My mother said, listen, Respect your father, honor your father, Re- regardless if he and I are good terms or not, you must respect. And that's why I reach far, because you have to honor your parents. And the Bible says if your parents do, don't, it's not there for you, you know, just look up to the most high, you know. Yeah. So um, I would really say that the Jamaican premiere, if you look on those interviews I did, I was a lot more happier because my father was still alive. Mm. And the doctors said he was getting better. They're like, oh, he's breathing on his own. Infection is gone. He's doing good because he started out with um, pneumonia. And that's what really started the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so the, the director is amazing. The director, his name is Ray. Such a nice guy. I'm so happy I worked with him. He was a perfect guy for it. Ziggy Marley was there the whole time. And there, there are two producers, but the one that I spoke to all the time was Bob. Great, great people. Yeah. And every, and Ray came to me and said, could we go to the hospital and show your father the movie? Oh. And I said, yes, you can. And I will arrange it. You know, He said this about a week before my father died. And I really thought my father was going to see it. And to cut the story short, before, when I got the audition, when I did the audition and I got the part, I told my father and my father was excited. He said, finally, the world is going to know Bob Marley. And the whalers, mm-hmm. you know, this is what to say, together, because Bob, <laughs> Bob Marley always said, I didn't tell anyone to say Bob Marley. I always said whalers, you know? Yeah. So it's just, you know, it, it's hard. I, I wasn't going to go to L.A., but I went to L.A. anyways because my mother told me to go. My partner was there with me, and she she was there by my side the whole time, and I just went, and everyone was very happy to see me, you know, and I did the interviews, and I ch- 
I smile, but every time you see me smile and I laugh, the deep down inside, no one knows how I'm feeling because, yeah, you could show the emotions, but I have to represent my father. So I need to be focused when I'm speaking on the interviews. I can't just use emotions. Like people be like, yes, I see emotion. He's real. Yes. But my father is so important and he's such an iconic figure. I need to stay focused and I represent him the right way. That's so exactly that's what he would have wanted. That's exactly yes. what he would have wanted. And he would have wanted, I think, for you, Aston, to be there and present for all of these yes. premieres. I mean, the mere fact that you're making your acting debut in a major motion picture is is so insane, crazy enough. But to play your dad is even more intense. You were saying you grew up around yeah. music. When did you pick up your first inter- instrument and what was it? My first instrument is bass, and that's my favorite instrument. <laughs> I started playing the bass when I was four years old. I would say five years old, I learned how to play Rastaman Vibration on one string, the E string. I could play the whole Rastaman Vibration. My father came off tour and I was like, look, daddy, let me show you what I could do. I was five years old and my father came off tour and he's like, when did this youth learn how to play this? And he asked (laughs) my mother (laughs) and my mother said, well, I was playing a VHS of Bob Marley and Whalers. And I just told him, look, there's your dad. And he looked at me like, Wait, that's daddy? So I all this time growing up with my dad, I've seen the Bob Marley, you know, platinum, multi-platinum, all of these records all over the place. And, you know, I just never really, I was young. I was four years old. You know, I thought Bob Marley was still alive, you know, because my mom and my dad, they never talk about death. They always talk about life. Mm. So even like after... This realm, they always speak about the next realm. They're never like, oh, when you die, that's it. They're like, no, you just go to the next realm. Oh, you know? realm. Sure, sure. Like, well, the next the next phase, whether it's heaven or something else. Yes. Yeah, man, heaven, man. So when that happened, now he came and he's like, I'm going to put more strings on the bass. Because what happened, it was his bass guitar. He, you know, he got a few bass guitars from different people. But I remember... It was a black Steinberger guitar, you know, from one of his bass guitar from the 80s that he got from Steinberger. And it only had one string. So he bought strings for me and put on new bass strings. And he's like, I want you to learn how to play this on the full strings. And he showed me a few times. Obviously, I didn't get it because I'm like, I'm still, I thought I was a pro. On the one string, you know, he's like, no, you have many more things to do. Many more things to learn. This is Everyone Talks to Liz and we're going to be. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go to home services marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services Marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze 
to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Right back. Isn't it true that your dad built his first bass guitar from scratch using plywood, I think a curtain rod and an old ashtray or something? Yes, yes, it's true. His father was a welder, you know, blacksmith. So... I mean, music, my, my grandfather used to play the harmonica, and I think his father was a musician. Oh, so it okay. still runs in a family, you know. So the thing about it was my father just loved low-end frequency. So he just <laughs> saw this, and he's like, hey, what is this string? And I'm going to go bing, 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 bing. And then next thing you know, he's like, ding, ding, bing, 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 bing. It became a thing, you know. And then, you know, and then Carlton now as a, as a young kid was like, oh, well, I'm going to take these two sticks and play these paint, 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 um, you know, these empty paint cans, paint oh cans. And gosh. that's how it started. And they're like, hey, let's make a band. And that was it. And then eventually, you know, my father was a welder and he became a bike mechanic. And, but he was fool around with instruments and eventually he's like, I'm going to really play the bass. And he told me that he went somewhere and he saw this bass player called Jackie Jackson, who was the bass player for um, Toots and the Maters. He's still here today. Oh. And, and my dad used to go to him and like, yeah, man, I'm going to play this. And, and my father was practicing. And I think a few times Jackie Jackson had to make a move. So... He asked my father to come on stage and fill in for him. That's a beautiful thing. And when you think about how he took that that love of the bass and how it has passed down to you, I mean, it's yeah. you were obviously a bass player, but how did the audition come about that you would play your dad when you weren't an actor, Aston? Well, it, it's so funny. Yeah, you know, you know what really happened? It was, um, yeah, it's so funny. All right, let's hear what really happened. Thinking about it. You always hear they were doing a Bob Marley and the Wayland's movie, our Bob Marley movie. And, you know, it come and go. But Alba Rosie, he's a musician and an artist from Jamaica, but he's originated from Italy. I did an album with him and my father played on it. Hmm. He called me and he said, hey, they're doing a Bob Marley movie. I know this lady, she's looking for cast. And I told her, they can't find a family man. And he's like, you're the one to play. I'm going to give her a number. So I said, okay. And her name is Corrine Chin. So she called me and she's like, hey, Alba told me about you. Um, Let me get some pictures, different thing. I'm going to send you this. I want you to do an audition. And boom, boom, bam. When I send her the audition and the video, She's like, oh, my gosh, you look like family man. 
said, yes, my father. <laughs> and she's like, have you acted before? I said, no. She's like, you're like a natural actor. Because what happened was the joke about it was I needed someone to play Bob. So I took my partner's phone because my partner was the one that helped me. Her name is Saida. And she took the phone and I'm like, let me try and speak like Bob. So I, <laughs> I did a Bob Marley, in, you know. Oh, how, how'd you Bob do Marley. it? Do it. I was like, well, you know, family man, you know, Bob Marley, yeah, talking to you, you know. <laughs> like, I tried one of those things. So I did that and I was talking to Bob. I sent her the video. She's like, yo, how did you get Bob Marley voice? What did you do? I'm like, no, that's me. She's like, what? You could do voiceovers. I'm like, well, you know, you know, when I was in high school, I wanted to go to school to learn how to, you know, be like, you know, talk like people. You know, I thought it was funny, but I just did stri strictly music. Mm -hmm. So I guess it was something that I wanted to do. So anyways, I did the audition. I didn't hear anything. So a month went by and then Sidella Marley texted me and said, hey, you ever thought about acting? Um, I'm going to send you something, send in the audition. So I was like, oh, yeah, I did the audition. So I sent her the same thing I sent Kareen. And she's like, I'll send it to them. So I didn't hear anything. And then one day I'm on tour. Kareen is like, no, I came off tour. And Kareen texts me. And she said, listen, the director of the movie said he wants to do a Zoom meeting with you. I'm like, what? She's like, I've never seen this before in any of my career. I'm like, really? <laughs> So I was like, okay, I spoke to him, everything, uh, you know, and then he's like, after I finish, it was amazing. He's like, I'm happy to have you on board. <gasps> Whoa. So I'm like, so I'm like, Kareen, did I get the part? She's like, well, I don't know because <laughs> you're still supposed, the thing didn't say accepted. So even though he said it, it still has to say accepted. You have to follow the rules. Eventually, a few days go by and he said, accepted. She's like, hooray, you got the part. Oh, my God. Yes. That is went, so amazing. It, it was amazing. I ran downstairs. I'm like, daddy, 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 guess what? He's like, what, 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 son? I'm like, daddy, guess what? They're doing a Bob Marley movie. He's like, yeah? I'm like, yes, and I got the part to play you. Oh, He's my like, God. What? He's like, well, you are the rightful one to play me, you know. <laughs> I'm like, yes, daddy. He's like, so are they going to do it? I said, I have no idea, but I'm supposed to fly to England sometime in November. So I'm saying, all right. He said, yeah, man, I'm proud of your son. Tell me about it when you come back. And when I came back, I went in the room and me and him was eating food, watching TV. He loved to watch the country western and I was telling him and but I told him I didn't tell any of my family. I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell my brothers. I didn't tell my sisters. Because something tell me and something told me that sometime when you get a blessing with your energy, even your loved ones, sometimes it's better you don't open your mouth. Because you could change some energy frequency when you open your mouth too much. This is and amazing. This is mother. let me let me push you on that because the inclination mm -hmm. is for people and just because you're celebrating doesn't mean you're bragging, but the inclination yes. is for people to jump on social media, shout it to the moon, call everybody for some type of affirmation. And and mm -hmm. this is this is something I've never really had a guest talk about. Wow. <laughs> I'm honored. 
<laughs> but you don't know who is happy and who is not. And sometimes people could smile. I'm happy, but they're really not. I wish it was me, you, you know? Yeah. So yeah. once you love people, you always want people to feel good. So sometimes it's better you don't share nothing so they can always feel like they're on the top. But the smartest people are the people who are quiet. Mm. My brothers found out because um, one of my brothers worked work with Julian Marley. He tour manages for Julian Marley. And so. that's Bob's... Oh. Bob's son, son, yeah. Yeah, Bob's son. So we were in Jamaica and I was doing, you know, once we finished England, we came to Jamaica and my brother came down and he's like, I heard you're doing some music with the movie, which is, it is true. I did the music in the movie. So like some of the parts in the movie, when you hear the bass playing, but you might not see me, that's me. I'm working with the Marlies behind the scene and the, and the guy named John. Um, he's a great guy. He's man, me and him was like, whew, working on the, the soundtrack of the movie, you know, like, Playing back all the Bob Marley stuff and most right, of so them. So it's I your bass, bass guitar bass that that is in the soundtrack, correct? Yeah, most of the songs is my bass guitar. Gotcha. Yeah, I like I'm literally playing. And Hector Lewis, who played Carlton, he's really playing as well. Oh. Yeah, man. So it's it's amazing. This movie is real, real musicians, and the girls are really singing. <laughs> you know, the, and and it isn't yeah, always man. like that. You know, when they hire people. They hire actors to play, you know, Jim Morrison of the Doors or, or, you know, they pick up an instrument. There are actual professionals, and I know this because my brother, who is a guitarist and a music teacher, has been hired in the past to teach actors how to look like they know how to play these notes and how to play these instruments because mm -hmm. some of them have no clue. They've never picked up a bass guitar. Yeah. And I mean, it's yeah. just amazing. <laughs> You're going to laugh because even though Bob Marley was the one that is actually the vocals in the movie, mm -hmm. Kinsley actually took the guy who played Bob Marley. Amazing. He actually learned how to sing, learned how to dance. Not saying he could have danced. Obviously, anyone could really dance their way. But he learned how to dance like Bob. He learned how to play the guitar. You know, he practiced. So when he was there, he actually sang. So even though you hear Bob's vocal, he's actually singing and he's singing in key as well. So you, yeah, I mean, so you know, that's the sign of a true professional. He is. There couldn't be nobody else who could play. <laughs> Maybe they could, but I don't see it. Kinsley, let me tell you, Kinsley has a heart of a gold. And he really respected Bob. I've seen him had real tears. He really wants to know the history. They're like, oh, let's do this scene. He's like, I want to respect Bob. I don't want to just do this and do that. No, no. This is Bob Marley we're talking about. What? I remember we're on the set and we're, we're acting and people are like, you know, you might have people just laughing all over. And he, he went in the mic and he's like, listen, guys, this is very serious. I need quiet. This is, you know, and I was like, whoa. I was like, oh my gosh. And, and then Ray, the director, he's so amazing. Like any little thing, Ray's like, what do you guys need? Or, you know, like after the set, we'll be in a room just chilling and Ray comes in like, what do you guys think? You guys love it? You have any ideas? 
listen, this and Ziggy will come in the room and jam with us and like we're eating and Ziggy Marley. Like, Yo, what? Yeah. Oh listen, my gosh. listen. When I tell you, when I tell you family, family, real family vibe. When we're in Jamaica, we had Stephen Marley come by. Sidella was there a lot of the time. She was in England mm-hmm. as well and Jamaica. And Rita came on set. She came on set and she thought I was my father. She's like, oh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 I'm his son. <laughs> Sidella's like, oh, you thought it was fans. Like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. She's like, oh, my. she looked at me and she's like, ah, you know, it's the love. Oh, my gosh. Listen, it was, so, oh, I, my gosh. I, I have to ask I'm you, Aston. so acting is not easy. And here you are debuting. Uh, was it hard to memorize the lines? I mean, did you mess up sometimes or start laughing? <laughs> I love this. I love this. I love this. I was waiting on you to say something like this. Listen, <laughs> hear this. The first day of acting, um, first we we did a Zoom. And when we did the Zoom, we're, we're there with Ray and everyone else. And then, you know, Lashana, who played Woman King and, you know, 007 and stuff, she came on. So I'm already a fan of her. Everyone's a fan of her. So when she came on the Zoom, we're like, Lashana's on our Zoom? Like, what? (laughs) And Kinsley, obviously, is there too. So we're there and we're we're saying our parts and we're like, oh, we're getting the hang of it. I'm like, ah, cool, cool. We thought, we're like, yeah, man. Me and Hector's like, yeah. You know, David, (laughs) Judy, and all that stuff. like, yeah, man, I got this. You see when Lashana part came and she started, I was like, well, I have a long way to go. Because she was that good. She was that good. She was too freaking good. Listen, she was so good to the point I was like, I got so nervous. I'm like, damn, she's so professional. I don't, I really don't know what what I'm going to do. But this was like the first time I toured with Lauren Hill and I did rehearsal with Lauren Hill and I was in a rehearsal and look at all the musicians. I was like, why am I here? This is Everyone Talks to Liz and we're going to be right back. Let me just explain to our listeners. Lauren Hill of the Fugees heard your work yeah. and she invited you to come play. And that that's a point in your journey that I think is worthy of mentioning. Oh, yeah, man. She's amazing, man. I, I could tell you I became a better musician working with her. And then after I left her, I went back to my dad. And that's when the real training started. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you about that. Every, it wasn't no glitter and gold, man. My dad is a real soldier. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that story. You need to, You guys need to hear it. We want it. My, I want my listeners oh, to yeah. hear this. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hear this. Before I get back to that. So anyways, we're, we're, we're doing, you know, Lash- Lashana did everything. So after a while now, I got an email that um, we're going to get an acting coach. So I'm like, oh, cool. So we're going to do an acting class, whatever, with an acting coach. So Hector and I got in the you know in the van, and we went there, and we met this guy. I forgot his name, but he was amazing. He used to be an actor, actually. And he guided us to but the what point did he where say? he was what like... What did he say? He came and he's like, I want you guys to be in character from now. So even when you go home, you use Carly and your fans. And mimic everyone. So Hector will ask me about Uncle Carly. I never met him, but you know, he's my father's brother. 
And my dad just told me how Carl is and everyone. So I told Hector how Carlton would be, you know? Mm -hmm. So he mimicked that and he did a great job. So we were doing that and then we did a few acting classes. And then one day the, act, the acting coach came to us and he's like, you guys are a natural. That me and Hector are natural because we actually do act like brothers, you know? So it was such a magical thing. And mm. then we then actually start doing the real rehearsal now. So we mostly started off doing the music rehearsal, which that's our strong point. So when we start doing everything else now, when Kinsley came in, by the way, the first day we met Kinsley, we're like, where's Kinsley? And he was there. We didn't even know, <laughs> you know, because, you know, he was just he was just listening to us. And we're playing Exodus. Next thing you know, we see this guy just run and start dancing and came on. I was like, oh, this must be Bob. Mar and then I was like, oh, yeah, this man really kind of do look like Bob, <laughs> you know, he had on his his hat, no dreads or nothing. And that, that's the first time. We, the first time we met Kinsley wasn't, hey, Kinsley, how are you? It was through music mm. through the power of reggae music he's dancing and we're jamming that's how we met Kinsley <laughs> oh amazing Crazy. I love this and and here we are it's premiering it's actually rolling out this week it's had many premieres what do you want people to know about Bob Marley and the Whalers of course including your dad fams and the whole crew, it, it feels like it was more of a family than just a band. It's more, it's more of a family. Family Man is the right-hand man for Bob Marley. He's the one who made sure the music is right. Bob Marley could always depend on Family Man. When Bob has to make any move, Family Man will go in the studio with the engineer and make sure everything is good. A lot of the instruments is my father played too, you know. Like even Forever Loving Ja, is my father played all the keyboard. Um... On Exodus album, Guiltiness, so much things to say. My father playing bass, he's playing keyboard, and he's playing um, rhythm guitar. Yeah, the rhythm guitar. Bob don't play rhythm guitar on every track. A lot of the times it's my father playing because Bobby used to be like, I'm getting kind of tone that I want for this ah, song, my okay. father. But my father spoke highly of Bob's rhythm. He's like, nobody could play rhythm like Bob. He has a timing that nobody, his timing is perfect. <laughs> you know? I have to tell you, so when I learned the bass line to stir it up, it was just so incredible. It's like that ding, 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 dun, 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 dun. Am I right? Mm. Yes. Doom. Yeah. Doom, 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 doom. Do, 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 ding, do, 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 ding. <laughs> and then the album version, it went, doom, topo. You know what? Some people go, tam, tapa, ding, tang, which is, um, I would say, A, tam, tapa, ding, tang, but it's actually, tam, papa, ding, bang. That's yeah, how I learned. So, right, right. A lot of people, I don't know why they go, Dum, da, ba, dum, dum, no, that's wrong. wrong. That's wrong. It's dum, ba, ba, ding, bum. Yeah. A, B, B, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. and me, baby, a, we got B, it right. A, B, B. <laughs> yes. Oh, I got to play that with you. When you come to New York, we are jamming. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you, this is this yeah. is a really fascinating story because what you've done, aside from the fact that music was always in you and that you were a musician, you could have mm -hmm. easily 
been scared off the prospect of becoming an actor suddenly in a major, major motion picture. This isn't just some indie thing. This is paramount. No. I mean, this is a big deal. <laughs> Let me end with this. Does it amaze you that years yeah. after, decades after Bob Marley has died, that his music mm-hmm. won love and steer it up and all these Famous, famous songs are still, years and years later, thumping through the dorms of my university. And and mm-hmm. everybody knows these songs. And sure, they're all the new singers who are auto-tuned and jumping around on TikTok. But man, what yeah. your dad and Bob Marley created, what a legacy. It's amazing, man. Um, I always say Bob Marley and the Wailers music has no category. Mm. It's not older, it's not new. It's just their spiritual music, you know, for the soul of everyone. Man, woman, and children, and animals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, because, yeah, man, when you hear Bob Marley and the Wailers music, the, the plants, even the plants move, because remember, you know, everything has energy. It's like, you know, you play good things to, to water. Water travels with everything, you know, so the water yeah. stays still through reggae music. Uh-huh. Yeah, through other kind of different energies, the water will move towards it. It's, you know, so that's the music what we represent, man. And Bob Marley and the Wailers music, that's what it is. And you see, what shakes the frequencies are is the bass yes. and the drum. Yes. The bass is the the bass is the backbone. It's the heartbeat, the heartbeat yeah. of a song. Aston. Yeah. So yeah. um like should Denzel worry that you're gonna be like the next hot actor and you're gonna get all the roles that he would have gotten? No man, you don't have to worry. <laughs> we will work together. <laughs> good luck. And and I, I don't care what you say. I think Denzel's gonna be nervous when he sees how good you are. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Denzel Washington. I'm a huge fan. I we, we all are, but I'm a huge fan yeah. of yours now. So thank you. Oh my God, <laughs> it's wonderful, wonderful to hear your story. I hope everybody goes to see Bob Marley, One Love, and check out Aston Barrett Jr. as his dad, the bassist, co-named Fams. It's so good to have you. I want to reach through the microphone and pinch your cheeks. You sound so sweet. Oh my God. Wait, are we finished? I have so much stories, but it's okay. <laughs> All right, give me one more. You can have one more. I can have one more? Yeah, <laughs> go for it. I need to see what is the most important. Let's see. So, all right. When I started to tour with my father for the first time, uh, my father used to pay me. So when he used to pay me now, he paid me really good. Hmm. So I just noticed that a few days go by, like a few weeks, I would say. I'm like, why is my pay getting lower? So I went to him and I was like, Daddy, what happened? My pay is getting low. He said, you get paid according to your works. <laughs> I'm like, paid according to my works? What didn't I do? What What did I do? He's like, you didn't clean my base. You didn't set up the base amp. You didn't. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Really? I'm here to play. I was playing keyboards. I mean, I was playing the organ. 
And he's like, no, I, I tell you to do these things. He's like, when he was getting paid highly, you were doing these things. I, what do you think this is? This is not a vacation. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so, anyways, I got into Berkeley. My School of Music, so that's could, right. School of Music, yeah, man. And I did this, I did the, 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 the school, you know, I did it and I got into the school, but I couldn't go to the school because my green card didn't come yet because my father filed for us because we lived in Jamaica. Okay. And um, right, I didn't get into the school, but, you know, I showed him the list, what I needed. So we went to Portland, Oregon, and, you know, they don't have the tax thing. Is they don't pay tax. So we bought my laptop and this program called Logic. And my father's like, you're going to learn how to mix. So we're going to do music. So we started making music. I thought it was the, the best thing ever until my dad is like, you're my personal engineer. I was like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> my dad was so rough. He was so hard on me. He's like, I'll, I'll give you an example. He was like, okay, you play drums. I'm like, yeah. He's like, solo the Hyatt. I'm like, okay. He's like, does that sound like a Hyatt? I said, yeah. He's like, all right. Say, say what the Hyatt does, because you need to can you, you need to learn how to speak the instrument. So I ah. went, tss. I said, I went. Tss, tss, tss. He's like, oh, that's what you heard. He's like, so I said, what well, you hear? He's like, I hear a tuk tuk tuk. He's like, oh, that is the Hyatt. So I'm like, but I hear these. He's like, what you're hearing is the other frequencies that are put on the Hyatt. But you can't start from a source without the the actual root. Ah. So so he said, if you listen to Rastaman Vibration with Alex Saskin mixing the album, he's like, listen to the Hayat. Even though it has the clarity and these things, you still hear the t t Like even in, um, what, what do you call that song? Crazy Ball, like ting, 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 ting. You hear the bell, the thing. So I'm like, whoa, I never thought about that. He's like, yeah, you have to hear the instrument. He said, music today, the, the Hyatt is what drives the music. He's like, no, I can't hear any Hyatt in any music. And he's like, you're hearing bass drums, yeah, these things, and but you're not hearing the notes, the frequency. He's like, listen to my bass. My bass, you hear the low end, but you know why it has pronunciation? Because I balance the treble, the mid and everything, I don't take it out. It's like a lot of people in reggae taking it out. So it's like, how is the bass going to survive? You don't have anything lifting the bass ah. up. I'm like, oh. See, he was teaching you. He was so generous with that. It's, it's just amazing. I, I just love hearing this. And, mm -hmm. and you're really giving a gift to our listeners because... It feels like some of these stories you, you haven't really told before in such detail, and, I, and I'm no. honored that you're sharing them here. Thank you so much, Aston. You're very welcome. Good luck with the movie. <laughs> this is incredible. I can't yes. wait to see it. Aston Barrett Jr., congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I hope all of you listeners go to see the movie because you – now have a really granular sense of of what really, really went into it. And, and you will not see someone playing their own father, but also 
playing the exact instrument that their father did in in almost any other movie. It's it's so different and so unique. And the legacy that Bob Marley and the Wailers really left for reggae and for as Aston said, you know, it's you can't really box. Bob Marley's music into one specific old, new reggae, Rastafarian. You just can't. And so I hope that this will give you encouragement to to not only open your eyes and and learn more about this, but also to do what Aston did. And that is get handed a challenge of doing something he had never done before, and that is acting, and say, sure, I can. And then he figured out how to go about learning how to do it. That's what we all have to do. Embrace challenges. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. I'll keep bringing them to you. You guys keep listening. And I just love you for tuning in to Everyone Talks to Liz. Have a great week. Want to listen ad-free? You can do it with a Fox News Podcasts Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And then Amazon Prime members, you can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.